then obviously chaos ensues <laughs> as they try to determine who who's real yeah. and who's the alien. Because obviously it can yeah, it can turn into any creature. Yeah. Any like, you know, alien that it's come into contact with. But then if it comes into contact with a human, then it can become that human. Um and so yeah, kind of Arctic paranoia is the name of the game and I wanna play the game with you. Sure. But they don't want to play with each other because it's very scary. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> the idea. <laughs> so what would uh, what would be your uh, producer's pitch, Tiffany B? Um, okay, so I went with The Shining Ooh. meets Alien. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I think Alien is... Fairly self-explanatory, yep. and I think there's a lot of comparisons to be drawn with it. Yeah. Um, but it's like being trapped somewhere. Yeah. Um, that it's more about the people rather than the 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 alien itself, really, in many ways. Absolutely. Um, and that there's like one kind of key figure in the group mm-hmm. who's like, "I'm the leader, and I'm gonna figure it out and yeah. get us out of this." Uh huh. Um, and obviously, just the alien. Yeah. Things and then I also think The Shining. Well, just Shining's because a great one. The Shining, the Shining was like well done. Thank you. My hats off to you, oh, Madame. Thanks. Um, when I was watching it, it really reminded me of that, oh, really? of like this kind of being trapped, obviously in the snow, mm-hmm. um, with this kind of strange person within a person kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like obviously it's quite straightforward horror towards the end. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just felt like there were a lot of comparisons yeah. to be drawn with The Shining. It had yeah. a similar feel to it, similar location, mm-hmm. similar kind of enemy. Yeah. Um, you know, in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say those. Nice. Yeah. What, uh, what were yours? Well, I went with Alien as well. Yeah, I um, think it's quite... Because it's... And it came only, what, three years after that? Yeah, Alien is 1979. So, yeah, three years after Alien came out, this came out. So there's mm. probably a kind of an... There's probably an influence on it. Um, but I put uh, meets Halloween. But now I think about it, The Shining's a lot better. Because I, I picked Halloween just for the, the sense that it is a kind of a horror film and it's just, you know, people getting picked off, mm. a group of people getting picked off one by one when Alien kind of does that, kind of takes care of that kind of side of things yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's it's that kind of, yeah, kind of paranoia and not being able to trust people. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, I, th- I think that's... And it's got that kind of old style, yeah, filmmaking kind of thing, and old kind of technology, and yeah, being isolated from everything. So, yeah, yeah, that would be my producer's pitch as well. So you've stolen mine kind midway of. through. No, I'll stick with Halloween because it still is a kind of, and uh, you know, uh, in some ways, unstoppable killer. Um, how do you how do you stop the unstoppable? Um, yeah. Cool. Would you recommend it to a friend? Mm, yes, I think I would. I do. I think it depends on the friend. But okay. y- yes, overall. Mm. You? Yes. You yes. like this, don't you? I'd li- I, yeah, I love it. 
I think it's really, really good. And I, I, I'm, I'll explore it a little bit more in the uh, spoiler section, but it's... Um, I'm not sure whether I... How, you know... I can really put my finger on it. Because yeah. Alien, I really like, but not to the same degree. The Shining, I kind of liked. So yeah. th- there's a lot of elements to it that I shouldn't really like. Yeah. Or that I don't like in other films, but something about this kind of package... Um, really works yeah. for me. Um, yeah, I really, really like it. Cool. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. Seek it out. It's old now. It's so old, yeah. It's like 20, 30... 25 years old. 35 years old. Yeah, 25. No, 35. Wait, when did it come out? 1982. Oh, yeah. 35 years old this year. 35? It's yeah. older than us. Yeah. And we're really old. We're like old biddies. <laughs> just crumbling, old, wheezing, sweaty, farty, awful, Speak ugly sons. Huh? Speak for yourself. I, no, I was. Oh, I assume you say. You're an angel. Um, ah. So, uh, yeah. So here endeth our spoiler-free review of The Thing. Go and see it. Is what I would say. And you would say, depending on who you are, go and see. Maybe do it. Maybe don't. Maybe. See your life. Do what you want. Yeah. See you after the jingle. Well, not see you, but speak to you. You'll catch up with you. Catch up. We'll catch up after the jingle. We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further without watching the movie, it's spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're just silly. Um, so, we're in spoiler free, spoiler filled. I always... You always get that wrong. It's outrageous. It's so outrageous. It's in, in, infuriating <laughs> and outrageous. I'm outrageous! Um, we are deep into spoiler-filled territory here, guys. So be careful where you tread. You might just tread on a spoiler. Um, if you haven't seen the film, just stop listening. Just stop listening right now, because we're going to be getting into the nitty, and indeed the gritty, of John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. Um, we'll be using, as ever, our patented five point rating system five points good or bad and then that'll get our you know mark out of five final score final, final score. scores on the doors final scores on the doors let's get it started tiffany b yes give me a point will ya a point you want a point okay give, give me a point for a little old man will ya okay so i will start with a negative then oh my god i knew you wouldn't be no? Okay, go for it. So, I think this is a strange one, because... Wait, so I'm going ahead of myself here. Right, the point I'm making is... Here we go. Is, I don't think there were there was a lot of character development, and I thought that was sure. a negative. And so then, my context, or mm-hmm. additional information is, this is a strange film, because it isn't heavy in plot. No. And it isn't heavy in character. 
And so you're left, like, when I was thinking about this film... Yeah. I'm like, what is this? What What is this? Like, it's it's very unusual in that sense. Yeah. And I, I've thought about it in the sense of, well, okay, it doesn't have a plot and it doesn't have characters. Well, you know, not very fleshed out in either of those areas. Mm-hmm. Generally, that is, you know, those are areas that filmmakers focus on. Yeah. Um... And so I thought, well, which one do I think would have made it better? Yeah. And I think if there had been more fleshed out characters, it would have made it better. Because I okay. do think, though the plot was sparse, really, it was still intriguing and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. But I think if you had had... Ca- like, honestly, I couldn't tell you any any character outside of the main guy. Yeah. Like... Not even, you know, when you try and like pinpoint a character and you're like, oh, you know, the one that that is like really mean or the one that's really like yeah. immature or the one that's this one that's that. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I can't even think of that No. for them. And I know you will be able to. Yes, I will. But I don't think that they were individual enough or fleshed out enough. Mm-hmm. Or even the relationships between them built enough yeah. to be able to hang my hat on remembering any of them, mm. remembering any details. And I obviously don't have a great memory sure. for these kind of specifics. Yeah. But even generally, I don't think I got a good sense of who those people were. Okay. Really. Yeah. Like who were they? And and they did feel somewhat like tools in the horror genre mm. of like well let's get a big group of characters because then we can kill off quite a few and we're still yeah. left with a few yeah um so i felt like there was some of that in there but i think overall i just think that there could have been more effort put into who these people were like where they came from mm-hmm. why they were there what their relationships were to each other yeah um, and just anything about them, backgrounds, I don't know, or maybe not backgrounds, maybe just a better sense of who they were mm. together. Yeah. And there was some of that, but it was very quick. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think in films where people are getting killed, you know, the stakes are high. Yeah. It is useful to have character relationships built up a little bit. So the yeah. consequence feels higher. Yeah. Um, I know you hate me. I can tell by your yeah. Yeah. That you hate me and think I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, yeah, That's keep fine. going. Yeah. What do you think, sir? What's um, I, I, no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, it's, yeah, it is, like you say, it's not a particularly plot-heavy film and it's not a particularly character-heavy film, which I think is a kind of hallmarks of the horror genre. Where it's yeah. kind of more about maybe the feeling that the the film's yeah. trying to present as opposed to, you know, a, a kind of a deep connection. But then by that same token, I think a lot of the best horror films work because they make you care about yeah, um, that's what I mean. Characters yeah. beforehand, and yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's not something that I've ever really considered in any of my times of watching it that you don't really know who who any of these people are before this thing. There's no, no backstory. None at all. At, at all given to anybody. No. You don't know what they're doing there, really. You don't know why they're doing it. You don't know... I mean, you kind of get a sense of what their roles are at the place, but um, not hugely. Um, 
Yeah, so I yeah, I would I would agree with that. It's it's not something that's ever really kind of bothered me too much about the film. Yeah. But um I think that's a a, a, a fine point. Well made by an attractive woman. <laughs> Thanks. That's where I'm at. What what is your first point? My first point. I'm probably gonna go with a positive. Oh really? Yeah. Shocker. I'm gonna go with uh for me, uh one of the positives that kind of keeps me coming back to this film and keeps it in my mind yes and it's a film that i've spent a lot of time thinking about yes even when not watching it um are of course the incredible practical creature effects oh yes um for my money the finest examples of practical creature effects the medium has yet produced wow yeah okay i think they're incredible um i think they're um the the kind of just ridiculous imagination and like i so i've watched all of the special features on the dvd as well because it was this is a film that i like very much and i was like oh yeah let's let's learn a bit more let's learn a bit more let's let's dive deep um and yeah the the one because this is a yes this is based on a, a short story who goes there by john campbell um which was then adapted into a horror film called the thing from another world uh, in the 50s where it was changed slightly and the alien was like this plant-based thing and it was just it was essentially a, a man in a suit um although there is a very scary scene where they douse it in like petrol and throw fire on it but the guy's still kind of walking around in one of those kind of old-fashioned dangerous stunts that you think they wouldn't let anyone do that these days because he's like on fire it's just a static shot and he feels like he's on fire for about two minutes it's ridiculous um yeah and so when uh john carpenter was gonna remake it he had oh john carpenter Carpenter, the director wanted to yeah remake john w campbell's um well readapt the the book uh, he had but one um, instruction for the visual effects team, which was, I do not want at any point this to be a man in a suit. Because that's very clearly what it is in the 50s one, and I don't want that to happen. Okay. Um, and I think it's safe to say that that is not what happens in yes. the thing. Um, they do an incredible job at just making it super weird and yeah, creepy and it's very creepy yeah. yeah um and the imagination that goes into it and the the craft that goes into it and the each separate thing like the dog transformation like his face peels off yeah, and then we go to a different bit and you get the the spider's legs coming out of its back and then you get the tentacles coming out of it and, the, and each one's in a separate little piece in the same way as like the transformation in american werewolf in london it's yeah, like each shot yeah. has an entirely separate kind of mechanical thing going on. And then that shot is done that's going to last for two seconds. Then we move on to a whole different set of prosthesis and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Um, so I just think it's wildly imaginative yeah. um, and incredibly impressive in terms of the, from a technical standpoint. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you kind of hear the stories from behind the scenes and it just, yeah gave me at least you know even more of an uh, appreciation of it in terms of how much yeah how much work went into it yeah um because the guy rob botine the the um main guy who kind of supervised it all um put himself in the hospital because he worked in it oh yeah, like you said, yeah seven days a week for over a year i think yeah just 
all the time, all the time working on this thing. And then, yeah, he got put into hospital with exhaustion. Like to, and he kind of tells us uh, a story, a very long winded. He's like a crazy guy, this Rob Bottin. He's got this really long hair in the thing, and he's talking like, "Oh, okay, right." And so it's this whole thing is like this Californian guy, right? And he's like telling the story, always pushing his hair behind his ears, and he tells this long story in the um, special features about where the the shot where um, where the guy's getting operated on. And he's already eaten the guy's arms off with his chest. Mm. And then they set fire to him and his head kind of stretches out from the body. And it kind of rips and it's got all blue, green, like tendrils in his neck and stuff. And so that shot, um, it kind of rips up, but of course it's on fire. And so he, he kind of works out this whole mechanical thing and they put all this, you know, gum and silly putty and weird plastics and stuff in his neck to make it all seem like tendrils all kind of stretching out and so there's all these kind of weird fumes and gases and stuff coming off this thing because it's all plasticky and weird uh, and then somebody mentions oh wait so if we're this if we're shooting this from below uh, from above rather like a bird's eye view shouldn't there be some like fire because the thing's on fire isn't it it's going to seem weird if suddenly there's a shot without any fire okay yeah that's that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense so they set up a fire bar underneath the camera so that's going to be um and they're getting ready to do it and the you know they've kind of worked it all out and all the skin's perfect and they've got all little kind of hairs coming out of his skin to make it all look proper the thing's going to rupture so they get the fire bar going and the thing breaks um and all the gases get released and it like creates this massive fireball that kind of engulfs half the set they managed to calm it all down it's like oh jesus christ who's you know who did that um and then because that take was ruined uh it was like 12 hours until they could do the do the next take because they had to fix the mm, neck again the put thing. a whole take all of that off put a whole new thing on and whatever you just think jesus christ that kind of a lot of effort that's movie magic yeah. In a way that effects. you don't really like, see you that. You love that, don't you? I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. It. I actually had that as one of my points as hey. well. Positive points. Because what impressed me about it was, I guess, similar to what you're saying, but also the fact that it kind of holds up quite well for yeah. how old it is. Like, it doesn't look real. No. But it doesn't look fake either. No. It looks like, you know, it's not real, but you're a bit like, oh, it's gross. I don't get it. But, um, and it's like the, yeah, like you said, American Werewolf in London one, where you're like, this is just surprisingly good for the time (laughs) that it was made. And the fact that it's, it's actual things. Somebody built something to replicate that, some machine or some whatever to, and it's really impressive. It Mm. is really impressive. And I think... There's something about when you go back, when you've been so used to, like me, watching more modern films mm-hmm. where the effects are very sleek mm-hmm. and, I don't know, like, I feel like they often look, you don't realise it until you watch something like this, that a lot of the more modern films, they look a bit fake. Yeah. Because it's like too, or it's, I don't know if it's like psychologically, you know it's fake. Yeah. You know they've not slit their throat. Yeah. That's an effect. And if, even if with a film like this, you know they've not slit the throat, but you still know there's something there. Yeah. There's something physical there. Yeah. 
and um, I think for horror that works really really well. Yeah. Because it is more gross. Mm. I, I mean I'm not a big fan of gore generally anyway, but there's something quite gross about this, and I yeah. presume you know that was the point. Yeah. Is to have these effects and be mm. like, oh my god. Yeah. Imagine if you saw, you know, like that happen. Yeah. Wouldn't it be freaky and creepy yeah. and weird and gross? Um, yeah, and so I think for this kind of film that works perfectly. And yeah. like I say, I think it uh, stood the test of time very well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that the because they did they did a kind of a sequel, well, a prequel to this, mm. in like two thousand eleven, that was a, all about the Norwegian camp. Oh. But it, of course, and it had all CG stuff. And it did a good job in terms of being kind of freaky, but there's something weightless, I suppose, about yeah. the special effects, and it just doesn't really. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. Doesn't it hold the same yeah. kind of impact. That the, there's this with like the dog and the people and all that kind of stuff. Is this what we were talking about the other day? I can't remember in relation to what, but the idea that it's it's a form that you recognise. Yeah. But there's just something wrong with it. Yeah. It's just something it different it about creepier. it or something's broken about it. And it's, yeah. The uncanny. The uncanny valley kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's gross. But yeah, the creature's effect for me, uh, absolutely 10 on 10, top draw. You love it. Gold star. Cool. Well, well done, Rob. So Bo that's team. one point for you. So you've got, go on, you do another one because I've done two now. Okay. Um, I will say uh, the setting for me. As a plus? As a plus just adds so much i love that it that it's all so isolated i love that it's it's kind of like a cross between something normal and like like alien whatever because obviously alien or anything in space it's mm. like well, you can't go outside because you'll die yeah is this like you can go outside kind of for a short amount for a of short time. amount of time but if you stay too long outside then you'll freeze to death and you'll die so it's so like and you get this great sh- like when whichever thing it is like hacks the helicopters and breaks it so they have to be isolated you just get this shot of across the camp of somebody in the park uh, like running yeah. across the thing like oh, who's that oh I don't know who that is oh. yeah. Um, yeah so the, the kind of the lights and the, the snow and the isolation to, to kind of force them all together um, and yeah the idea that there's there's all this kind of built up stuff they've been there for a while and they would all know each other very well, and maybe all be a bit pissed off with each other at this point. And now here they've got, to yeah, be in a situation where some people that they can't trust, and some people they, you know, if you can trust them, then you need to stay with them. And yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like the the setting adds a lot to the the paranoia of it. Yeah. Um, because it is, yeah, like you say, it's 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 more about the people than the. It's like half of the film is about look how cool and gross the alien is. Yeah. And the other half is like. Who can you trust? Who can't you trust? Yeah. What's going on? I'm going to point a gun at you until I know that you're legit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. the setting adds a, adds a lot to that. Cool. Yeah. Well, mine kind of spins off of that, I guess. Lovely. But it's about the, the paranoia. And yeah. The mystery, the intrigue. Intrigue! Um, which I guess you could put down to the writer, mm-hmm. uh, the original story writer, yeah. John Campbell. Um, but yeah, I just think that's a great premise for a story. Yeah, and it works really well. And in fact, it is a is a positive point for me. But I do think they could have gone even further with it. Like there could have been more scenes of like, you know, 
just kind of doubting each other. Yeah. The, you know, that kind of thing. Well, why would you do that? And why would I... Yeah. You know, and so playing on the audience a little bit more yeah. as well. But they, they did a good job of it, and I think it's very effective. Because um, like you say, you see someone running, or mm. you see something happening, and you're like, who is that? Then yeah. Which one is it then? And like, there's no way to tell... And there's no, you know, it's yeah. very, it's very clever because it's very gripping. Yeah. And it's very kind of Agatha Christie type. Yeah. Who done it type yeah. of thing, but it's almost like everyone did yeah. it at some point. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's it's just very like you get engaged. It creates um, a tense atmosphere. It creates like stakes very yeah. easily like like you say like you don't want to leave someone because then you can't trust them yeah. and then like yeah it's really kind of and as an audience you buy into that yeah and you're like oh who is it then just a simple Can kind of interaction that? then become then has yeah. this whole added layer of exactly yeah. yeah it's very um yeah i thought it was very effective to say to set up look this creature can take human form yeah and then you wouldn't know yeah and like then it's just like it writes itself yeah which is why i think it isn't very plot heavy because yeah. i don't think it really needs to be yeah um but like i say i think if they had built up the characters and mm. invested more in that kind of agatha christie mystery type of thing yeah of building up the characters and like is that out of character or would that person do that and like you know who yeah. who trusts who and I don't know that kind of thing I think it would have been um, really just pushed it over to be a bit more of a positive but it was it was a positive point and I think nice. it's really effective yeah like method of engaging an audience yeah um, pretty easily as well yeah um, and I think that really is the thing that kind of makes up for the fact that there isn't plot yeah. or character as much because you're in that is the plot as loose as it is mm. it's just so effective that it kind yeah. of coasts itself along yeah um so yeah i thought that was a really good nice. device to get you on board yeah very quickly and and also i think it's something that moves very quickly like yeah the story starts really quickly yeah the film's very efficient and i think that's a really positive thing yeah it's Doesn't and have you don't always see that like like yeah now um but i liked that Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, my next um, point will be uh, a positive. Shock. The soundtrack. Oh. This is a soundtrack by um, cinematic scoring legend. Even though he didn't, I don't actually think he's done that many soundtracks. Um, but uh, the masterful Ennio Morricone. Yes. Um, did the. Uh, yeah, the music for uh, this film, and I just think it's great. It's that classic kind of John Carpentery, electronic kind of sparse, just kind of low basses, dump dump, dump dump. You get the kind of heartbeaty kind of thing, and then you get these weird kind of that really sell the the alienness of it because it's not really. I mean, you get the kind of weird creature stuff, but the alien, the sci-fi-ness of it mm. isn't really hammered home too much. Yeah. But you get these weird... kind of soundscape kind of sounds. And um, I don't know. It's just so... Again, it, it's it's part of it's part of what 
I say that yeah, the creature effects and the soundtrack are the things that have kind of stayed with me the most. Wow. Um, there's yeah, there's like little bits from the soundtrack that will still kind of come back to me and still find myself humming. Um, yeah, even even years after seeing the film for the first time. Wow. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Because the soundtrack is a negative. Oh, baby girl, why do you break my heart? <laughs> because I thought it was too loud. It was obnoxious. <laughs> it was too loud. Oh, shush and now. Too heavy-handed. Shush now. And a bit obnoxious. Neo. I did just think, come on, now wow. you need to like dial it back a bit. <laughs> it was just a bit like it was a, it was too present for me. Okay. It was too much. It took away from things from me. And I was just like, shush, shush now. Shush now. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a little bit aggressive. And it might be that it's just a bit like a different time. And, you know, that was a bit more how they were done. And I know horror films generally, you know, have a quite obnoxious um, soundtracks or scores. But yeah. I thought this was it kind of just detracted or distracted rather from some parts of the story for me oh. so I was like shush I'm trying to listen <laughs> like, to what's going on here and then you're like bah, 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 in the background and I was like no that's a terrible impression of the that was that was a recording <laughs> of one part of the soundtrack <laughs> have you know what was that track called I don't know the name of the track I just know paranoia <laughs> Yes, it was that, yes. Um, so I'm sorry to go against you on this wow, point, but yeah. I have to, I'm afraid. Look how, look how, yeah, look how we disagree. But yeah, I think it is quite loud, but I just, I don't know, I just think that, I don't know, it, it works it's really well It's just a bit me. like, shh, shh. I think music should enhance, Yeah. not take over. And this yeah. was trying to be its own thing. It was like he'd made it, as though it was a silent film. Okay. You know, like, yeah. so that music was the only part. But I'm, like, trying to listen to what someone's saying. Yeah. <laughs> or something. And, uh, yeah, there's this big, loud, like, crash of music. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? Oh, yeah. But obviously you don't know because you've no, got all the exact I, opposite. Yeah, I disagree. So. I, 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 maybe part of this is due to... I feel like scores and film music was used more yeah or was more of a focus back in today yeah than it is today so yes. maybe it's something something to do that's why it was a bit loud but i don't know maybe and yeah it's my kind of aesthetic distance of like electronic music yeah in films, i'm not a big fan which i just oh i'll just i'll go to the the end of the earth for sure off you go. Sure. Here I go. <laughs> Off I trot. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so it's back on to me then, isn't it? I guess. Finally. Uh, I'm going to say something that I didn't really... Um... Uh-oh. Is this a negative? No, no. Huh? It's a positive. Oh, okay. But a positive that I didn't really consider too much, um, well, as much until I saw saw it this time. Yeah. Because like, it's the first time that I've seen it with an audience. And I always think that's interesting because oh. that kind of changes your opinion on films or, or kind of um, lets you know how other people react to the film, Yeah, I suppose. Because if you're just watching it on your own at home, 
it's yeah. just you you know it's just your interpretation yeah. of it but then you watch it with an audience and, um, but it's the humour oh yeah because there are some parts of it that are really funny yeah there are yeah and that, that are kind of seem uh, definitely kind of played for laughs yeah um, yeah and, and I, like the ridiculousness of the situation yeah. or yeah um, yeah I just think it was yeah really cool yeah. Um, the, uh, there's obviously the, the the classic, the infamous line where you see the kind of oh, head yeah. spider scuttling away, and uh, oh, who is it? Is it Windows? Like looks around, it's like you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's great. Oh, I thought you were talking about, gonna say about the gut that when they're doing the blood test oh gary yeah. on the, i know you gentlemen have been through a lot but if you have the time i'd rather spend not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch <laughs> yeah great yeah and, um, and when <laughs> when windows is like going crazy on the bench and the other guys who are tied onto it like hey, fuck, it's so uh, that's very funny um yeah, but it's it's funny, and I think that's good. I think that's important. It brings a it kind of yeah. pricks the, the the kind of relentless doom and gloom, because again, yeah, this, this is a film that that I feel you know the the elements of it add up to something that I possibly shouldn't like too much because it's horror, which is not really my bag too much. No, um, it is. Yeah, it doesn't have a big story, and I'm a I'm a story guy. You are. I love it. I love a good story, um, and this doesn't really have that much of a story. Um, I don't like bummer endings, and this is a relentlessly down ending. It's an mm. apocalyptic, everyone dies ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I shouldn't really like it, but I, do, I can't really explain but why I do. do. And part of it may be because there are, you know, little, yeah. definitely little beats in it that are just really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I most had, of them um... seem intentional. Yeah, I had a uh, humour as a point, hey. a plus point as well. Because, um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, this kind of film, like, it's it's also tough to take it seriously because it's so insane Yeah. that I think if you don't poke fun at it, if you don't have that kind of, yeah, those moments of what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, and these funny little interactions, then then I think you're losing something Yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, or it, it enhances it anyway, yeah. the humour. Um, that was definitely something that I picked up on as well, that I enjoyed. And like you say, was something that obviously a lot of people found funny yeah. and got engaged with, which is always nice to yeah. see like people enjoying the film actively. Makes for, yeah, makes for a more en- enjoyable cinematic experience. Yeah. 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 Nice. So we're down to the last point each? I think I'm, all of mine are done. Oh, really? Yeah, because mine was humour as a plus. Um, the premise, like the paranoia, yeah. as a plus. The effects as a plus. And then, yeah, the score and the lack of character focus uh, as negative. negatives. Um, so I will go with my final point. And I like, where possible, uh, in these kind of lists, to maybe pick out a little moment that sticks with me. Oh, yeah. Either pro or con. Okay. And with this, it's a pro. Uh oh. Um, and it is, and it's uh, yeah. Again, it's a moment that's really stayed with me, uh, and I just think it's so creepy and effective that to this point we have we've been told all about it from super genius oh. Wilfred Brimley 
and his super genius his computer. computer. That is hilarious. <laughs> that should go into the humor budget because that was ridiculous. <laughs> and tell me, eighties computer that can just about do chess. How how and long will it take? This this diagram thing, oh my goodness. And it's hilarious. so it's so stupid that it's just him looking at it on his own because as the doctor, he's he's explained this to other people yeah. already. He's the one person who should know what it looks like. If that was a, a kind of a thing that he'd, you know, cooked up unrealistically quickly to demonstrate to other people what happens, fair enough. But he's like, okay. okay. And he's like writing notes and yeah. stuff. Okay. And so it just envelops the, okay, sure, fair enough. That's and post then the, I love the specificity but, of hey, the day. How long, how long? How long <laughs> if this reaches civilization, will the entire world be taken over? About 27,000 hours. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that was very funny. So he's, so we've all, yeah, so we've been told what happens in this. We've been told that it can take people's form, but we haven't really seen it. And we've seen the amazing shot of the amazing dog, which if I had six points, the dog would be the sixth point because it's just that dog, super yeah, creepy. It was very creepy, yeah. Like really, like otherworldly. Possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he kind of walks to that person's bed and there's yeah. the perfect silhouette of them on the wall. Yeah. And they turn around to them, hey. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the first time that we actually see that happening yeah. is when Bennings gets taken over. Ginger Bennings, yeah, with the bald head and the beard, yeah, um, and we have that disgusting sight that someone, oh, I don't know what his name is. I can't remember what his name is. Um, I know it. That's Windows. Windows is the guy on the radio. It's Palmer that's the stoner. Sorry, I got. I, I've. Is it because the characters aren't clear? Made a goddamn fool Maybe. of myself. No, it's just because there's so many of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they're all very clear. So there's the stoner, <laughs> there's the radio guy, there's the chef, there's Childs, who's like, don't fuck around with Childs. There's Gary, who's the leader, but he doesn't really, you know, he's slightly ineffectual as leader. We've got McCready, who's just a badass hero. Hashtag Kurt Russell. Um, we've got the doc, who is, you know, kind of... Very Don't clever, like. but goes a little bit crazy because of the knowledge that he possesses. Um, Been there. And then, you know, the others. So we've got Windows coming back into the room to speak to Bennings. And then he turns and he sees Bennings, like, shirtless, all red and pink, and, like, bloated. And all these tentacles going around. Yeah. And one of them's going up his nose, that which is, is just grim. grim. Body horror. Gross. Um, and then Windows, like, sounds the alarm and it's all crazy. Uh, and then they're all kind of rushing in to see Bennings and Bennings is like running out of the base and he's got his parker on and he kind of falls onto the snow on his knees uh, and they all crowd around him and it's just that one shot of him and he just kind of turns around and he's kind of otherworldly he's got these big bug eyes he's got these weird like I don't even know what the fuck they are they're like claws but they're not really claws for his, instead of his hands he kind of looks around and he just opens his mouth and it's just this otherworldly like scream yeah. and you can see all the smoke coming out of his mouth and it's just like oh, that something about that moment Grim. really kind of it creeps me out because yeah it's it's the, it's human but it's not quite human so yeah. it's something weird about it um and there's something about the scream and the fact that he's clearly just like opening his mouth and the the obviously the sound that he is making 
because he is making a sound because you can see the smoke coming out of his mouth but that's obviously not going to be the sound that you hear but there's something about it that just I don't know I think it's a great performance by the guy it's just a wonderful wonderful moment that is the first moment of like shit like yeah. if they'd got to him a little bit later he would have just looked like Bennings and now we know what yeah. the fuck's going on yeah uh, I just think it's very very effective yeah <laughs> oh chilling creeping you out yeah yeah, it was very like, creepy. A lot of <laughs> creepy yeah. things. Um, yeah. The dog stuff was, yeah, really, I think the dog was really good, but also that uh, beginning scene with the dogs. Yeah. That's so scary. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, with all the dogs, and I didn't like that. I was yeah. like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. And the, all the other dogs are like shitting themselves. Yeah. One was trying to bite the things and like, I yeah. need to get the fuck out of here because yeah. this dog is... Something's not, you just hear that yeah sound and it like starts vibrating a little bit yeah that was Gross. very creepy and just even from the very beginning when the Norwegians are chasing that dog I think that's such an effective opening yeah I really like, it's like that as well why the fuck are they shooting at this dog what's yeah. going on why are they so desperate to kill this dog yeah they just jump right in yeah yeah I think it's really good yeah Poof. so five for it's you a, it's a five on five for me baby Wowzers. I just, I love it. I just think it's great. You do, don't you? Um, I think it's really, yeah. It's a perfect film for you. Then. No. 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 But you love it. I'm, a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a little bit more lenient with my fives, but it's, it's a, it's a film that I wouldn't change. Okay. I, yeah, I, I can't think of any particular area that I'd like. Oh, I'd want that to change. Yeah. Like little bits and pieces here and there, maybe, but on the whole, I just think that's a really, really, very, very well done film. Um, wow. really does the, the job and like I say it stayed with me for years yeah from when I first watched it so thumbs up it's a winner and for th- uh, a three for you yes a good film I think it was a good film yes I think it's you know there are some things that I didn't love about it mm-hmm. um, but it was very watchable and nice. it yeah definitely stands up against time time um, and is is still very enjoyable so nice yeah Wonderful, wonderful. Um, well, dear listener, thank you for, for giving us uh, a little chunk of your time. Um, if you have any thoughts on the thing, please do get in touch. Give me an email, uh, danielswan41 at gmail.com. Um, Tiffany B., thank you for for um, coming on board and, and chatting the thing and for going sure. to see it initially because it's not really your kind of thing, is it? I kind of dragged no. you to it. Yes, you did. Um, and I'm glad I did. Yes, Good. me too. Good. Good. Um, yeah, and uh, and that was our uh, spoiler-filled review of John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. And if you get a dog, make sure it's one of those dogs, like our little dog, who's you may have been hearing snoring through this thing, <laughs> providing that little background. Um, we made sure that when we adopted this dog that he wasn't one of those dogs that could grow spider legs out of his back and uh, whose face could uh, open up like a flower. Just got to get your priorities right. <laughs> you know? Cheers! Cheers!